Yeah. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you well. Can you hear me? Yeah. So, sure. first thing I'm going to tell you is that this might not even go into an episode. Huh? This might not even make it into, like, one of our episodes. Oh. Because I don't know how shit the auto phone is going to be since I'm using my AirPods while driving. Uh-huh. So, and my door doesn't fully shut, so. That's great. Like, the, and my right AirPod likes to be gay, so. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to get, guys, this is Caleb. If you don't know him, he's six News, I think. I am. Uh, He has about 400, or did you have 1,000? I'm at, uh. 1381, I believe. So, yeah, he has more than all my pages combined. <laughs> and I have, like, 10 pages. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we've, I bring him in here. I run a Crew 96 transfer. No one gives a shit about. Uh, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I am wrong. Uh, well, I mean, there's people that follow it, obviously. I'm a really not fucking petty. So, we're going to get Caleb's input here. Uh, he's a very wise man when it comes to the film stuff. Uh, so, we're going to get him started off with, what do you think was the biggest W of the Cruz offseason? Um, picking up a defender, the um, quality of Degenek was very important. But I also believe getting a winger the opposite side of an Etienne or a Matan or something like that was also good in Yaboa, but I also believe that um, j- even just replacing, you know, the older guys we had with younger players is better for not only injuries, but just, I mean, the future in general. Yeah, I was looking at it, and I'm like, I think I said this in like our group chat that we have, that this team is looking very similar to Arsenal right now. Okay. With the fact that, so you look at what Arteta's doing. He told a bombing to pretty much fuck off. <laughs> and I kind of see that except we don't have that situation, but I feel like once we brought in Moreira, Porter kind of told Awful, like, yeah, fuck off. Pretty much. Which, you know me, I've been meaning to say that for a while. Yeah. But I like how we're going for such a younger team. I agree. Because like, I think the oldest starting player on our team right now is Pedro. I believe you're right about that, yes. Who is the... Because Pedro, Eloy, then Mensa. Yes, I think you're right. And Eloy is still, he's 31, 30. Yeah. Which is still pretty damn. And Pedro's 33, I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. But that's still impressive. And then we brought in Will Sands, I believe, is his name. Yes, yes. From left back. Yeah. And he looked very promising during preseason. And if you don't mind me saying something real quick, um, while it may not seem great that we have, I think I want to say those are the only three in the 11 that are above 30 years old. But we also can't have a team full of, like, young players because you need a fair balance of experience and then, like, a young star. So I actually like the roster build this year. Yeah, because I think Nagby's late 20s. Oh, shoot. I forgot he was probably 30 now. I think he's I think he's 29, I want to say. I think he might be older. But he survives. Like you look at I'm gonna point out a team like Barca with all their success lately. You look at how much 
their youth is compared to their experienced players. Uh-huh. Like they still have Busquets in there for oh, solid yeah. 15 years now. Oh, yeah. And he's playing like he's going to be okay. I don't want to get too heavy into this, but Busquets has always been hated on just because of FIFA. When the yep. man's career. Mm-hmm. And, and the lack of pace. The lack of pace is all anyone's going to remember him for. Which but sucks because like, he's actually a good player. He's a great quality player. He reminds me of like a Pep Guardiola. There you go. You never hear about Pep Guardiola's playing career. You only hear, oh, yeah, he managed City. He managed Bayern. He was the one that promoted Messi and shit. No. Yeah. Like. But he actually had a great career as a player as well. Yeah, like both of them. They're just uh, two amazing players that get hated on because they're slow in Spanish and bald. Yep. <laughs> I don't believe both so, gets it, but I get your point. I'm going to go get out. We're going to go back on top. We're going to talk about Okay. A few questions when we brought him in. Do we need this player? Do we need another one? Okay. We had Agent Mensa calling up Yaboa like, hey, yo, join Columbus. <laughs> Got him on the gun. <laughs> Got him on the gun. <laughs> we might like the whole Bruno Fernandez thing, where it's very Bruno signed Ronaldo for United. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just talk to Justin about that one. So, yeah, Yaboa. So, there was a bunch of question marks coming in, and you know people in the front office. How happy were they when they finally were able to, like, officially sign him? Um, I think it was good. Even just seeing, obviously, uh, 4-3-3 post a goal uh, earlier, I think, in that month, or maybe it was the month before or so, of a solo goal he scored while at Krakow in Poland. And yeah. I think I, he's a dynamic, fast player. And his debut, he actually looked fairly good. He reminds me of a Luis Diaz. That can finish. Very similar. <laughs> I hope he can finish. We do not need another Luis Diaz. <laughs> like, I'd love to have you no. on the podcast. I can't see the podcast. Fuck. I made so many jokes about Diaz missing on Christmas when I was there and he scored in front of me and I was like, are you kidding me? Hey. I'm so disappointed I couldn't go because I had work that night. Uh-huh. I will be going to home games, Toronto and Nashville. Very so, nice. And I'll be meeting up with Cowtown group, whatever. Like, I feel so bad now that I couldn't remember his name. He's giving me a beanie. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Billy? Yeah, Billy, yeah. yeah. So, you guys are interested, DM me, uh, snap me. It's on the website. You can put in questions there, too. So, we're going to get back on track here. Taylor, uh, he... Okay. I do in the front office. He won't disclose it for personal reasons, and I will who do you, who was the sign? Who was the front office's biggest signing that they completed? Wagner, and I, I think this one's very simple because after um, Longor's departure uh, and the offseason, and Rams getting older, he, he's starting to miss more games due to injury. I mean, he missed out on Christmas with a I think a thigh or foot injury. I'm not. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he's getting older. They needed. A, they needed a center back that wasn't too old, but not 
young enough to where they're inexperienced. And I feel like to be able to find a player of his quality, he's played in the Champions League, he's played in Europa League before, he's won plenty of titles over in Europe and Saudi Arabia. And to pick up a player of his quality as a free agent, I, I think was an absolutely incredible move by the front office. It was one player who I think heavily went under the radar in MLS when we got. Uh, oh, absolutely. Because I was looking at it when we first signed him in, I'd never heard of him. I'm pretty sure none of you guys have ever heard of him. I did. I did. Okay. I'm pretty sure Justin's heard of him with his career. Yeah, I, I used to sign him for the crew all the time. <laughs> but. That, he looks to be a very solid player. He, you know, he played for Red Star down in – oh, it's not Russia. Oh, my. It's Serbia. Serbia. That's right. Who have made a couple good runs in Champions League. I think they have been runners-up once in the Champions League. I mean, he's played against Neymar, Mbappe, Mossad. Like, these are the type of players he's played against. Yeah, which is mental because – Yeah. Yes, wait, until, yes. wait until he has to play against Gonzalo Higuain. I think that's a down dude. I think you think. I mean, one of them is still playing in PSG, and one of them gets mean. It's Gonzalo Higuain for you. And now he gets to play with Federico Higuain. I don't see the biggest. He's lucky to not to play against Federico Higuain. Yeah. So. What was it like when what happened in the front office when did Federico Higuain come to Columbus or what happened there? Because I was actually curious about this. It's currently not something that they were I, I don't want to say not looking to do, but it was just more available for him to become an assistant coach at, I believe, into Miami's second uh, MLS Mexico team in Fort Lauderdale. Then to come up here to Columbus its first year, I do think he'll end up being an assistant coach at either Crew 2 or actual, like, the first team. But at this year, I think it was just a little easier to get him in Fort Lauderdale rather than Columbus. So was it just more of, like, a respect thing because of how, how much he's done with the club? Absolutely. I, 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 think, I think if he does well at Miami, which I have a feeling he will, or Fort Lauderdale, I guess, I can't see a reason they wouldn't bring him back. And obviously, they're, um, he's getting a one-day contract April 2nd against Nashville, which I think he said you're actually going to that game. I thought it was Philly. It's uh, Nashville, so you got lucky. Yes! <laughs> I could have sworn it was Philly, and I was nope. about Nashville, that. April 2nd. Let's go. There you go. Big yeah. So, I feel like just like something that you don't see in soccer, but you see it a lot in foot, no, in like baseball and NBA. Yeah, I, I, I now the one day contract thing—it's not new to Columbus. Um, John Bush, legendary goalkeeper for the club. I went to a game against Chicago back in, I believe, 2018, and I was able to meet and talk to him. Um, he signed a one day contract. Ricardo Clark actually um, left the club to sign a one-day contract in Houston. But, yeah, you're, I mean, you're completely right. This is something that usually happens in the NFL, the NBA, the MLB. Not really not really much of an MLS thing. Or anything, I guess. Like, you would oh, think yeah. you would like Barcelona. Or, like, them bringing back maybe Johan Cruyff or Jordi. 
Uh, yeah. But, like, I, there's certain players who will undoubtedly retire at certain clubs. Like, I don't want to get mm-hmm. too off topic, but Messi, 100% will retire at Barcelona. I'm, yeah, I'm proud of it. I'm pretty sure Arsenal did the same thing with Henri, though. I could be wrong there. I do want to say if he did go on there and back to Arsenal in that day. One year. When he was here in, uh, in uh, the U.S. I think he did. Yeah, because I know he played at New York. Yeah, he played, he played for the Red Bulls for a couple years, from what I remember. Yes, I wish I could have gone to those games, but I was about three. Nice. So, Wait, you were born in 2009? I thought you were older than me. I'm 2004. Shut up. <sighs> I didn't you know. Been, you would have been like 9 or 10. That was before I really cared about soccer. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough, fair enough. That was when I started getting into it. I, I was, I'm I, in 07. I started getting into, uh, I started getting to MLS probably. I would say I, MLS is harder to get into than any of the other leagues in the world. That's interesting. I'm going to say that now. MLS is the sure. hardest way to get into. Interesting. And I'm, I'm not just talking from like the fantasy point. Like you watch, I was watching like, it's harder for me to, I don't want to say pay attention, but like sit down and watch a good MLS game for about an hour. That's fair. Compared to you sit down and then you can watch maybe an EPL game where I don't want to put any diss on any MLS player here, but I'm going to kind of back to it. Where the EPL players know what they're doing. <laughs> I'm not sure if you like know what I mean or not by that. I think I do. But it's but just like, especially how long ago. Okay. Yeah. So I was trying to. So that's that. Uh, let's get back on track here. And uh, you signing, you signing. Uh, Do you know you have 11 players yet? 11 players. I believe they're at. Okay. I do know this. Cruz oh. has more players than what they've announced. They have okay. a full roster. They have a full roster. They have a full coaching staff. They've actually announced the coaching staff. They have a full roster, but they've just yet to announce it. Okay. Because I saw, like, on that one day, I forget when it was. I might have been like a two days before opening day. They just announced like twenty players at once. They announced three. Oh, <laughs> I was probably just thinking that because I saw like times posted, news posted, oh, that's probably. posted. Might have been. Or the crew posted. Everyone but me and Fisher posted. Because what know. am I? I mean, actually, I should have posted on those. Now I think about it. Probably could have. Eh, too much work. <laughs> but so, oh, here's another one. Annie Baba. What was the reason I'm bringing him in? Because that was before Dagnac, if I'm correct. Okay, so with Annie Baba, the whole ordeal, um, I I I want to say it was more of a replacement for the now departed Ubukar Keita. <laughs> <laughs> for you guys that don't know Ubukar Keita, I'm being dead was... serious, by the way. I know you are, dude. That's what hurts me. If you bring in a 33-year-old... Oh, wait, 33, there we go. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. So here's the reason why. So I know, I I was told by... 
I, I knew a friend of Abubakar Keita, like an actual like friend of his. And I, I talked to him about the situation of why he was traded. And I was told that Keita wanted more playing time. Yeah, that is true. I can vouch for him on that. He, he wanted more playing time. I, he told me that he wanted out of the club. I'm not entirely sure about that, but that's what I was told. And, um, that they just found the uh, most suitable buyer. And instead of finding or, or trying to go with a player that maybe isn't as experienced as they wanted, they decided to go for an MLS veteran who has shown that he can, he can play. I mean, these, yeah. Andy Baba is a great player and he has a lot of MLS experience as well. So I think it was more of a replace inexperience with experience kind of move. And here that it does make sense uh it was around probably three days after Kaito left that we brought him in. I did, yes, I think that's about right. It was not and, far. Like, now that I hear it from you, like, I didn't know the exact reasoning that he wa- – I knew he wanted out because he was like, yeah, it just wasn't working out for me. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But I'm just like, from, like, the fan point, he's one of our homegrown players. Like, I there might have been a buyback clause on his, like, when we sold him, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm willing to bet it was similar to a Lala Sububakar move when we okay. traded him to Colorado. Yeah, yeah and how did that recover us? Uh, uh, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not fantastic, I guess. Hey, if Kaita turns into the next great player, let's go. Yeah. I can say that because he follows me. Uh-huh, he doesn't follow me. Are you fall? Is your is taught is your news page followed by anyone? Um, not anyone now. It, it's John Kemp and Waylon Francis. They both do. Christian Nemeth does. Bunch of old guys do, like Duncan Outen, Will Hesmer, players Will like Hesmer that. Follows, Will follows. Will Hesmer follows Columbus Crew transfers. I can say that. <laughs> nice. For no reason whatsoever, but I think he's the only one. Yeah, a bunch of older guys. Didn't Zello Veron follow edits back when he was edits and then edits? What did he do? He posted something about him and he got like mad, I assume. I'm not sure. No, because he traded the follow. He, he follows one of us now. He follows uh, GTC. Wow. That must have been the reasoning behind that. Yeah. Which, hey, glory to Columbus. I forget. Apparently, I was talking to Glory to Columbus podcast. Apparently, it's not one of, like, the actual Glory to Columbus people that runs that podcast channel. Really? Yeah. I was talking to Billy and Justin on it, and they're like, yeah, we don't know. Which, if you're listening, I am so down to do a collab with you. You know, talk about the crew. That goes for anyone out there. I will gladly talk about anyone but Cincinnati and Austin. That's what he did for me. He just asked me if I wanted to be on. I was like, yeah, sure. I have a 40-minute ride down to Taze Valley from Brownsburg. So. This is the second no. podcast I've been on. Who were you on first, earlier with? The first one was last year. I, I did it with um, Florida Seabus Pod. And I think in that video, I predicted that we would be third. So. All right, then. I guess... That's what I was touching. Where do you think the crew's going to finish? 
fifth. Oh, that's good. Oh. Not Who's great. Like, Go ahead. Goals, highest goal scorer. Um, I'm gonna have to go with um, B- B- uh, Barry. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then assist. Zellerion. An MVP player for us. Zellerion. All right, I'm gonna come back to you. This guy might have rear-ended. Yes, he might. Nice. But drop away. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go through mine. I'm gonna say we're gonna finish seventh. Ooh. Oh wait. Also, for you, who's gonna be the newcomer of the year for you? Um, I'm gonna go Daganek. Okay. Sorry, I'm boring. No, I'm actually gonna go with Yabola. Fair enough. I feel like he can provide something that I feel like he and Zelrion are gonna get along off on the pitch so much better than people think. Possible because of their play styles. Okay, so I'm predicting seventh. Top goal scorer is Miguel Berry. Assist Zelrion. Then MVP. I'm trying not to say Zelrion, but it's hard not to. It's hard not to. It's hard. Like part of me wants to just say Artur. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so I'll tell you the reasoning behind why I want to say our tour is, so I'm in like a bunch of extracurricular activities. One of my friends from those, their cousin is married to our tour. Really? So, but they don't follow soccer at all. So it's so funny. I'm like, he's like, hey, Kyle, did our tour do anything? I'm like, he's back from an injury. And then I'm like, when our tour injured his hernia, I believe. Yes. I told him like three months ago, he was like, oh, wait, he got injured? Oh my God. I'm like, he's your family, bro. <laughs> right, I got about five minutes left, by the way. Uh, all right. So we're going to wrap it up here, guys. Thank you for listening. This is Caleb for 96 News. And yep. this has been Football Takeover without Edgar because he's grounded or whatever he did. See ya. <laughs>